Welcome to the Variety Hour, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mouth. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. I swear I can't get enough. Listening to you talk that stuff. Talk Memphis, oh Welcome to Talk Money. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome to today's program. Well, it's summertime in the city. And, you know, I'm excited. Kids are out of school. Believe it or not, there's less traffic in the city. I can get to work on time. Everyone is enjoying the summer. But what are some of the concerns that we should have as a community for the safety of our children for the summer. My guest today is Officer David Coleman of the Shelby County Sheriff's Community Support Division, and he is here to share tips about safety for our children in our community for the summer. Tips also for protecting your home if you go on vacation and if you use social media, tips on how you should protect yourself. Scott Jordan and Latrice McLean are also here. They're going to discuss the tips to say it's to safeguard your personal and financial information. It's all about safety today. Identity theft is a serious problem, and they're going to share with us some ways to avoid it and what do you do if you're a victim. That's Officer David Coleman, Latrice McLean, and Scott Jordan. Stay with us. we got a lot going on today. From our Did You Know files, the S&P 500 stock index is up 15.7% year-to-date through last Friday, that's June the 7th, in spite of suffering a 6.6% tumble, 6.6% tumble in the month of May. But I always say, whether it's up or it's down, past performance is not an indication of future performance. On September the 30th, back up with me in history to 2010, there was 130.4 million Americans that had full-time jobs. From that low point of 130 million, U.S. employers have produced an uninterrupted hiring streak of 104 consecutive months of job gains. That's 2010, October 2010, through and including May of 2019. That run has resulted in 20.7 million new jobs. That's 151.1 million full-time workers. An average of, listen to this, 199,000 new jobs per month. So says the Department of Labor. We're glad to hear that. That's good news. That's good news for the economy. We talk a lot about Social Security on the program, and I think you'll find this to be interesting. It's from the history files. The first recipient of a monthly Social Security check, that's a retirement benefit that this lady got in January of 1940, was Miss Ida Mae Fuller. She was 65 years old, and she was from Vermont. Now, during the three years before Miss Fuller retired, she paid $24.75 in payroll taxes. That's in total, not per year. Now, Miss Fuller lived another 35 years before dying at age 100 in 1975, and during her term, her retirement, Social Security paid her $22,889 in retirement benefits. She received $925 of benefits for every $1 she paid into the program. Not bad, Miss Fuller. 
Ida Mae did good with Social Security. That's just a little history from the archives of the Social Security Administration. If you have questions for Talk Money, send them to Talk Money at Shoemaker Financial. To find today's program on podcasts or past programs, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Coming up, Officer David Coleman of the Shelby County Sheriff's Community Support Division, Scott Jordan and Latrice McLean. Tempts on summer safety, everything from protecting our children to cybersecurity. I'm Jim Shoemaker, and you're listening to The Voice, KWAM 990 and FM 107.9. This is Talk Money. Podcasts of Talk Money are available in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with more Talk Money after this. Neither Shoemaker Financial nor Securian Financial Services are affiliated with Officer David Coleman or the Shelby County Sheriff's Department. Jim Shoemaker and Scott Jordan are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc. Securities dealer, member FNIRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Latrice McClinn is a registered representative. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Welcome back. My guest today, I'm in honor, I have uh, Mr. McGruff in the studio. Now, I would think that would be great, but the reality is it's Officer David Coleman of the Shelby County Sheriff's Department, Community Support Division, and he is here to talk about children and talk about cybersecurity, Facebook, protecting our homes, just all the subjects. Would you believe there's 30 different subjects that this individual is an expert in because he's constantly sharing them throughout our community, along with his people that work with him and all the things that's going on. Doctor, but Officer Coleman, Doctor Coleman, hey, I like that. <laughs> Welcome to the program, sir. Oh, uh, thank you for allowing me to be here today. Um, first of all, I want to thank you uh, on behalf of the sheriff, the Shelby County Sheriff Office Community Support Service. Thank you for giving us this platform to be here. Thank well, you. Well, we appreciate you being here because it's so important. The summer, you know, I love the summer. And, and the reality is it's so many things going on in the summer. But what happens to us is we it's a change in our routine. You know, the routine of school and everybody getting kind of ready for that. We kind of get in that routine. So it's kind of a fun. All of a sudden, summer comes and it's kind of like, okay, we got this and this going on and it changes. So, Officer Coleman, what I would like for you to do, what are some things that we as parents and grandparents and adults need to be aware of the safety or the safety for our children during the summer? Well, during the summertime, our, our parents, they're able to hit the reset button. The kids are out of school now. They're at home. So you, you have more time to spend time with your kids. And the key word is safety, to make sure that they're safe. Uh, anytime you leave your kids at home, things to do and what not to do, uh, you should never uh, leave your kids at home and they're cooking. You know, you, you just never leave your kids at home and they're cooking, things of that nature. Uh, make sure the door is locked. No one comes to the house. Uh, if someone calls their home and they don't recognize that number on the call ID, not to answer the phone. Not to answer the phone. You know, it's bad when the you know, Officer Coleman goes immediately to one issue that happened at our home during the summer. And it wasn't they were, well, I don't know if you'd call making toast cooking. But I, I have to tell you, this this is a true story. I mean, our two daughters, they were, you know, 10 and 7. And uh, my my wife had just run to the store. And she said, well, I'll be right back. And what did they do? They put toast in the toaster, put it down, and it didn't click up, and it caught on fire. And, you know, all of a sudden she comes back, and there's a fire truck <laughs> and the, our neighbor. And, of course, the kids just went across the street and said, hey, I think our fire 
intentions on fire. You know, my wife actually got in trouble, you know, because she had left two minors unattended, and, and she she's gonna die if she knows I'm telling this story. But but it, you're just you hit it right on the nail. Don't do that. That's what you're saying. That's correct, and and also, and if you own a firearm in your in your home, you should go over uh, the rules and regulations with that firearm. I, I can't tell you how many times locally or nationally that a kid gets a firearm in their hands and they injure one of their siblings or even injure their parents. So we as parents, uh, we, we as a, a, adults, make sure you have a gun lock. Um, make sure that you put the gun in a lockbox and make sure it's not visible so the kid can apprehend your weapon. You know, the, you would think that that is not necessary to tell anybody that if you have a gun, teach a child, don't allow it to be. But it happens all the time, doesn't it? It, it happens all the time. That, that's a scary thought. What about children? And you mentioned this where they don't, if they get a phone call, don't, if they don't call their ID, they don't recognize it. Don't. Are children more vulnerable during the summer to that predator than they are during the school year? Or do you see that? What do you see? Is that, is that something that goes on during the summer because maybe they're freer with their time? Well, we have to understand something. When, when predators out there, they're always watching. Mm. So if, if I'm a predator and I'm always watching, I know kids are at home during the summertime. And nine or ten times, someone's always watching your home. So when you're going and coming from your home, kind of drive through your neighborhood and kind of look around and see what's going on. So when someone calls your house and you don't recognize that call ID and you never know if the person on the outside, parent, your mom and dad is gone. And let's say that you answer that phone. They're just lurking around to see if someone's at the house or not. And it's really easy to apprehend a kid. Mm. Uh, so it's very important, it's imperative that we understand not to answer that phone if you don't if you don't see the, if you don't recognize the call ID. I appreciate what you said when we were preparing for the program. You talked about you know scheduling activities, just spending some energy and doing that. So thinking through that, let me ask you this second question because it's one of those things when we talk about people going on vacation, leaving their home unattended. Uh, what would be some of the things that you would say as far as keeping our home safe? When we go on vacation or, or moving, you know, leaving leaving the home during the day, what would you tell us? The, the one thing that we have to understand is tell someone, let someone know, uh, let a neighbor know, um, find someone in, in your a family that's reliable to let them know that you're going out of town. And I know to, in today that we always use social media. You should never post. You, make sure you always post where you've been versus where you're going. Uh, now, we have a... A holiday check, you can call our number, 901-379-379-379-7625, and we have a holiday check. You can schedule it. We'll come out and check the exterior of your home on all three shifts. Now, that's that's critical. I was going to mention that, 901-379-7625. Correct. And a, 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 a car, a sheriff's car, will make a, you know, a, a drive-by Will they actually get out of the car and walk around? Or? We will actually get out the car, walk around, and check the exterior of your home to make sure your home is safe. That is a huge benefit. I mean, that's something that so many people don't think about. I know people that when they go on vacation, they leave their mail. It sticks up in their, you know, in their mailbox. That's an indication that there's nobody there. And so you're saying just tell a neighbor, and I like what you said about posting, because so many people post, here's where I am, look at look at the beach, this, we're having a great time today. Well, guess what? 
if I happen to want to take advantage of that, I could. Make note that you can call the Postal Service as well and have them stop sending mail to your resident until you come back. That's a good point. That's a, that's a great thought. If you just tuned in, my guest today, Officer David Coleman, uh, maybe you might know him as Mr. McGruff. He's here. He does 30 different programs, the Shelby County Sheriff's Office Community Support Program. He is the guy that is teaching 30 different, and I'm telling you, it's everything from teen sexting, which we're going to talk a little bit about, school bus safety, traffic safety, summer parks program, what's going on there. And it's, you know, just common sense safety, the whole idea behind what's going on in our community. We have the man in charge, and I tell you what, I'm in awe of having Mr. McGruff in the studio. And it's uh, we talked about that a little bit, uh, Officer Coleman. That uh, Mr. McGruff is seen, and usually when you're there, you're talking about preschool to the third grade. What do you sense? I guess got to ask this question: When you're there doing that, what do you feel from the kids? Um, you feel love. Uh, you, you feel love. We, we never want the kids to run away from us. We want the kids to run to us. A, a lot of times in schools where parents, we, we, we're guilty of this, that if you do something wrong, we're going to have the police arrest you. And we want to change that stigma. We want to change that narrative. We, are, we want to be a pillar in the community. They say it takes a village to raise a child. And we want to be a part of that village. Uh, our job is to help protect and serve the community. And our kids need to know that. You know, that is a huge statement. Somewhere between that preschool and third grade, when they're hugging Mr. McGruff, I've seen that, and to the point where they're teenagers, now it's, it changes. And maybe we do, parents, listen up. Maybe what he's saying is good. We shouldn't say, hey, I'll have them rest you if you do this again. You know, maybe we need to just say uh, that we've got a, we've got a community. It is a community involvement. And I so much appreciate some of the relationships I have with some of the sheriff's, sheriff's uh, patrolmen that I know, uh, officers that I know, and some police officers here in the city that I know that are all dedicated to the community to protect and say I don't I have to admit when I get stopped uh, and it's been a while since I've been stopped thank you very much just want to remind you of that but when I get stopped and for maybe doing a little extra driving a little you know I'm willing to pay the tax to have the privilege to drive faster but the reality is you know you have that little sense of, oh no but I realize that it's all about community saving I was driving too fast so we need to we need to understand that we need to approach this from a standpoint, and that's why we wanted to have Officer David Coleman with us today. He is of the with the Shelby County Sheriff's Office Community Support Division. Let me give you a telephone number if you want to talk to his office. It's 901-222-5843. Or you can email him at crime prevention at Shelby slash or dash dash dash. Shelby-Sheriff.org. That's crime prevention at Shelby-Sheriff.org. Well, that's a mouthful when I try to get that all out. We want to ask you one other question because I think there's so many thoughts about this. Social media, you mentioned it. You mentioned it, you know, from a standpoint of post when you've gotten back, where you've just come from, not where you're going. What are the things would you say? It's almost everybody's involved in social media. What do you think that we need to be careful with with crime and social media today? Um, we, we have to always understand, never give out too much information um, on, on social media. And always have your privacy setting and make sure that you verify who you're connected with. Make sure you verify who you're connected with. Uh, in this day and time, it's, it's always someone's always trying to uh, commit a crime. 
whether it's at home, at your job, on social media. So we have to always bring our awareness up. You know, one of the things that I, I think that we the, the word awareness is so critical. We we get caught up in it. I'm not ha- I don't happen to be a big social media person, but I know that people that are spend an enormous amount of time doing that. And they do post things, and I guess we do have to come to grips that if I post it on social media, it's pretty much posted a lot to a lot of folks. When I go out and I talk to the kids, and I always tell them, once you hit sin, it's out there for the whole world to see. see. Your reputation lasts a minute, but your character lasts a lifetime. So once you hit sin, it's out there for the whole world to see. And we have to make sure that once we post something— that five or ten years from now, we're able to hold our heads up and still be proud about ourselves. Man, that's a powerful statement. Also with us today is Latrice McClain and Scott Jordan. I want to welcome them to the program because one of the biggest issues we have is women and what we should be aware of their surroundings. So, Latrice, Scott, welcome to the program. Thanks for allowing us to be here, Jim. Uh, great to be here, Jim. Well, guys, thank you so much. Now, you know, Latrice, being a lady and, you know, of course, now— you know, I don't think anybody's going to run up to Latrice. She's six. How tall are you? But never mind. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you better think twice if you're going to run up to Latrice. So I can but, look intimidating. But we, you could. <laughs> but I guess, you know, Officer Coleman, let me start with you. But I want, Latrice, you pay attention to this because there are some tips on, on how women should be aware of their surroundings when they're when they're walking. And I know, I know most women— Think this. Most women pay attention. But Latrice, you mentioned it when he spoke at something you were at, that he shared some things that you thought, boy, I, I didn't think about that. Start with some of the things, Officer Goldman, that you feel are important for women to know. And this might sound funny, but uh, especially when women are going out when they're shopping, you have to walk with a purpose. Believe it or not, Jim, that, that might change a person's perception or trying to uh, rob you. Walk with a purpose like you have somewhere to go. Um, we always recommend that the women take a clutch purse. That's the kind of purse that's in your palms. Uh, but if not, you have a lot of women that want to be stylish. So if you're going to wear a purse, we ask you to wear a purse that goes across your body. So if someone tries to rob you, they know they have to take the purse, and it kind of brings on attention when they kind of pull your whole body towards So it's it. not something you're toting with your hand. It's, it's a strap purse that you're wearing and put it across your shoulders or across your, across your whole body. So they're not, it kind of says that might not be one I can take. Correct. What, what else, Latrice, do you see? Because he's talked about, you mentioned when we were preparing the idea behind parking your car so that you're not you know, in a situation where you can't get to your car quickly. Yeah, and, and actually when Officer Coleman came and presented to uh, a group of ladies that I had an event for, um, since then I've started backing my car in, and he explained to us the purpose of doing that is that if we're just parked just regular, uh, the regular way that we park instead of backing our car in so we can just drive straight out, somebody can actually block us in. And, and we won't be able to leave. So we want to uh, be aware of that. And he's also just taught me to, I like to sometimes walk and talk on my cell phone at the same time. So I'm, I'm having to be more aware of my I've surroundings. I've you do that. Don't. You know, we, we, <laughs> can, we can talk about that. Yeah. Maybe you need to give her that instruction one more time because she didn't get it all there that time. But, uh, well, you know, so you're talking about that you're distracted because yeah. you're not you're not aware of your surroundings. You're more interested in the phone call. Well, that's a huge issue. I do that, too. I understand I'm guilty, too, Latrice. Yeah, and, and you're right. People are always just watching you. And that's just something I, I didn't think about until he came and, and he spoke to us about this. So just the whole 
whole awareness, no matter where I am, what area is, it's not about a specific area. It doesn't matter where you are. No, you just doesn't. have to be aware. You just have to be aware. Yeah. I like what you said, Officer Coleman, that the reality is walk with a purpose. That's, you know, I have to say this. When you're saying this to women, I get that. But as we see senior citizens, I've watched that change for some senior. I was watching a couple this past, uh, in fact, past Monday night, and we were at a restaurant, and they were coming out of the restaurant. And I, I was noticing that, you know, they, in my opinion, were extremely vulnerable because they they didn't walk with that purpose you're talking about. That's correct. And and also, uh, just to piggyback off of, um, Latrice, um, make sure that when you're parking your vehicle, especially if you have a small compact car, you should never park between two SUVs. Let's say a, a Escalade and an Expedition. You kind of lose your vision. You kind of lose your vision. And you want to make sure you always back your vehicle up so all your vision is in front of you. That's so critical. It's just paying attention, being sensitive to what we talked about. Now, here's what we've discussed so far. When we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of other things. One of the things that I really want to dive into is bullying. It's an issue. It's a problem. And I want to get his opinion on what is he saying to kids about bullying. But, hey, guess what? It's not just kids. There's bullying going on with other people. I want to get Officer Coleman's opinion of what to do. Here's what we've talked about. Here's the review. We've talked about safety for our children, gun safety, paying attention. Don't cook when there's nobody at home. I get it. I know that's important. I identify with that totally. He talked about safety for our homes, taking your mail out of your box, calling, and he gave us a telephone number, 901-379-7625. If you're going on vacation, call that number. An officer, a patrol car will come by every shift somebody will come by and inspect the exterior of your home what a service community service 901 can't beat it folks stay with us we'll be back in just a minute officer david coleman of the the shelby county sheriff's office of community support division i get it it's a mouthful but i got it latrice mcclinn scott jordan we'll be back in just a moment i'm jim shoemaker and this is talk money Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information is not investment advice or a recommendation. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, you've been listening to a phenomenal program. It's all about community safety. It's about the summer. It's about a change in your routine and what to think about it. We've talked about children's safety. We've talked about home safety. It's some things you can do. We've got telephone numbers. If you want these telephone numbers, don't hesitate to call the office. It's 757-5757. Ask, um, just, just call and ask for these numbers. We've got them. Uh, Melanie can give them to you. But the reality is we'll keep them here at the studios, too. But I'll give them to you one more time. If you would like to talk to Officer David Coleman and of the Shelby County Sheriff's Office Community Support. His telephone number is 901-222-5843. That's 222-5843. It's crime prevention at shelby-sheriff.org. That's how to get in touch with him if you want to email him. If you'd like to have him to come and speak to your organization or to a group that you would like to just put together in your community about crime prevention, he has 30 different topics that he is an expert in that he can share with, whether it's preschool, all the way up to senior citizens. 
What a wealth of knowledge, and we are privileged to have him on the program today and talk about our community and why it's important to take care of our community. He said it. I'm going to repeat it. We work as a village. I love it. And it's about taking care of each other and the respect that we should have for our officers, both police and sheriff, and the reason that he's doing that and what he's teaching the kids and importance about how we as adults respond to what's being taught. I appreciate it very much. Now, before the break, I mentioned bullying. Now, during the break, we were talking about the fact that what, you know, the question came up, was bullying going on when 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and I'll stop there because, you know, that's far <laughs> enough back. Some of us. Some of us, you know, <laughs> back when we had to take it and chisel it out of stone. <laughs> Come on, guys. Give me a break. The reality is, Officer Goldman, you said, talk about what you said when we were well, doing Well, we have to understand, when we, when we talk about bullying, bullying is the bully, it's the victim, it's the bystanders. The bystanders are the ones that sit back and they don't say anything. Now, when we talk about bullying 30, 20 years ago, now today with the kids, with the youth, it's more magnified now because you have Twitter, you have Instagram, you have Snapchat. So when you post a comment or a picture and someone responds to it and it's not in a positive way, it kind of brings that, that has a kid have low self-esteem at school and it kind of makes them kind of feel reserved going to school, and they're at home. And that, that creates all kind of issues. I was talking to someone recently that they moved from, I'm going to use the state, I'll just go to state, state. They moved from Florida because bullying was an epidemic in their particular school system. It was horrible. And they said they, their kids were just falling apart. It was uh, there's so much stress, so much pressure. They moved to an area here in West Tennessee, and they did a lot of research and discovered that in that particular school system that bullying was not tolerated in any form or fashion. And the principal was doing a phenomenal job. And they moved to that city to get their kids into a school system. And, and I thought, that's great. Scott, did you see bullying when you were in school? I think, yeah, Jim. Well, I did see bullying, but I think uh, what Officer Coleman said really rings true. In today's world, you know, what might have taken place in front of front of a few people, you know, when you when you throw the social media into it, now you have hundreds of people viewing and commenting and saying different things, and I think it has just magnified the problem compared to what we experience. But it's been around. I mean, people are people. People have always bullied people, but I I think it's worse with with the social media. I can remember as a, as a first grader, I got beat up by a girl. She's a bully, I'm sure. She's a sixth grader. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd have told that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm being honest. No, no, I understand. I mean, you know, I didn't think about bullying. I just I knew I'd said something probably wow. to her. And so I was hoping she wouldn't be waiting for me. Right. On my way home, right. she was waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take long. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was quick. It was easy. You know, just, you know, a first grader to sixth grader. What do you think? Right, right. <laughs> but, I mean, I get that. I get that. And the pressure, Officer Coleman, you're talking about the pressure's got to be tough. And it, it, it affects the kids. It, it permeates itself. Uh, we have to understand that, uh, especially with parents and adults, teachers, even officers, we have to let our kids know that we're all different, unique in our own special Amen. way. That's yeah, good. We're all different, unique in our own special way. So when our kids come home uh, from school, um, we have to have a dialogue with them, converse with your kids and ask them, how, how is your day? You never know. Sometimes our kids are dealing with things on the inside 
and whether it's the coach, your parents, have someone that you can talk to. That's that's so critical. Have that a parent, an adult that you can carry on a conversation with. I so much appreciate it. What about? I, I know bullying takes place with seniors. Can you help me with that? I mean, that's a, that's a thought process that a lot of people don't think about. But would you actually do a program about senior bullying? Yeah, a, a lot of times we go out into senior homes, and yes, seniors are bullied as well. Uh, we, we have a problem with, with adults, and the same thing goes along with the seniors. Um, we want to make sure we take care of our seniors and we look after them. So if you're a, a daughter or a, a grandchild, get with your seniors, uh, get with the property manager, and just make sure your seniors are being taken care of the right way. That is that is impossible to think that that goes on today. But, Scott, you said it. We're all human beings. We all function in a way. I appreciate what you said, that we, if we just have someone to share and talk to, that can sometimes heal the hurt. And we should be looking for that. But whether it's your church, your adult, you know, the adults around you, just having the ability to share and be sensitive to who you're sharing with. Because it's not always the person that you you need to be careful that you're sharing with someone who's listening to you. Whether it's locally or nationally, we have this thing where we uh, was gun violence. And when you see kids that, that go into school and they might bring a gun to school, but they fail to tell you all that sometimes those kids have been bullied yeah. for the first month, the second month, the third month. And maybe that kid might not have any siblings at school that go with them. And they might see dad put the gun in the closet and they take the gun out of the closet and they take it to school. And they say, the next person laugh at me, the next person talk about me. Oh, they're going to get it. We, it's a greater responsibility as a watcher, as a, as a bystander that we let someone know. Write, write a note. Let someone know. Not only you might save that person's life, you might save your life. You know what I like about you? You care. You absolutely care, and you're good at what you do. I am so privileged to have you as a guest today. If you just tuned in, it's uh, Officer David Coleman, Shelby County Sheriff's Office of Community Support. And if you'd like to talk with him personally, dial 901-222-5843 and uh, just just tell him what you'd like to share with him or maybe you'd like to have him speak at your community. There's 30 different programs, everything from, as we talked about, Mr. McGruff. He talks about strangers. We talked about all the things from drug and alcohol awareness to Halloween safety. If you're going to be around Halloween, have him to come and talk about that. Choices that we make. All of this stuff. I mean, this is just solid, good community support. It's about a village. We don't want to ever forget that 901 is our village. So stay with us. When we come back, we're going to be talking about cybersecurity, safeguarding your personal and financial information. Officer Coleman's still going to be here. Scott Jordan's going to be here. And the lady of the day, Miss Latrice McLean, she's going to be here. Stay with us. We'll be back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Support for the abolitionist cause in Tennessee highlighted just how divided the state was over slavery during the antebellum era. Most of the northern states had outlawed slavery decades before the Civil War. However, it was legal for southern slave catchers to pursue escaped slaves into the north and a federal offense for northern residents to help escaped slaves avoid recapture. Most of what we know today about the Underground Railroad comes down to us from oral tradition as every effort was made to avoid any written record of these activities. In East Tennessee, where there were few large families, 
only one in 12 persons was a slave. But in West Tennessee, almost four out of every five persons were slaves. Though the first anti-slavery publication in the U.S., The Emancipator, was printed in Washington County, Tennessee, the two suspected Underground Railroad sites in Tennessee, the Burkle and the Hunt Phelan Estates, are in Memphis. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. The S&P is an unmanaged index of 500 large-cap stocks. Investors cannot invest in an index. And now, back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Wow, we have been talking about 901 Community today, Memphis, and what we do to take care of our communities. You know, the whole idea behind the safety of our community. My guest has been Officer David, I almost said doctor again, Officer David (laughs) Coleman of the Shelby County Sheriff's Department Community Support Division. And he has been talking about some ways to protect ourselves, some safety. And now we're going to dive into something that is so important. We get tons of questions about this. Cybersecurity, safeguarding your personal and financial information. I've already introduced Scott and Latrice. They've been carrying on the conversation with us when we were with Officer Coleman. So, Scott, let me start with you. The whole idea behind safeguarding personal and financial information. What do you say to us first and foremost? Well, I think, you know, one of the things, and, and you've seen this as well, especially as financial professionals, we've seen such an uptick in these what they call phishing emails, where you get an email oh from an organization, it looks legitimate, they're trying to get you to either give personal information or click on a link or something of that nature, and that is just something that we have seen rise a lot. And, you know, we have, within our company, safeguards try to keep a lot of those out, but some of them still get through. And the, the the they have become so clever in the way they can get you to do something. You know, I'll get I'll get them from time to time, and they'll talk about information on a recent case or, or an account that I've opened. And boy, if you're not paying attention, they will get you. But usually, if you look through the email, there may be like a a, a really unique looking email address that doesn't look quite right, or you'll see some misspelled words. There's usually something that's not right. But boy, they'll use the logos from from companies. They will look legitimate. They can watch how you respond in email and try to mimic that. So it's very, it's become very prominent and something that I know you and I both, we have to stay on hyper alert about. And I think everybody is is subject to fall victim of that. I know my sister did one time. She got an email from her bank and asking for information. Of course, she gave it all to them. And, you know, afterward, I said, your bank's never going to email you and ask you for that information. I don't know. Ever, don't a, ever give that. They, they know your account number. They don't need to know it. I mean, so, but I don't, I'm not putting her down or, or saying she fell for a trick. It's it's hard not to, because like I said, it has the logo. It looks legitimate. And, and she just uh, fell right into it. And that's just one of the things that you have to be out on the watch for. I think email is something that, that the uh, criminals are targeting heavily to try to get you to get you to get on. Officer Coleman, when you talk about in your program, when you deal with the idea behind identity theft and and don't get scammed, I mean, what do you say to people? Um, One thing that we we should take note of is uh, when anytime you you have a bank, I bank with regions. Uh, You should have a card that you pay your bills with, and you should have a card that you kind of have fun with. You you go to uh, on shows, you go to shows, uh, go out to the restaurants. Now, regions, uh, they have a noun card. Uh, you can upload money onto that card, but it's not attached to your account. So if someone steals that card or you lose it, whatever's on that card, that's the only thing they can uh, they can obtain that's on that card. Now, one thing that we uh, recommend that, that you can take out a freeze, security freeze on your uh, credit report. Now, it is a fee, 
It is a fee unless you have already been a victim of identity theft. Now, what comes with that uh, security freeze is that anytime a business, someone that tries to run your credit, they have to have a PIN number or a password. I actually had to do that. This is, uh, I have a lot of experience. I was, my identity was stolen. So you're talking about you can either do what they call an initial alert or you can do an extended alert. Now, extended alert, and I had to do that for seven years. And you're right. Uh, I remember having to, any time that, you know, credit was applied for or was used, I was alerted to make sure that, you know, I had 10 questions that I had to answer in sequence in order for that to be used. And so, but it's, it's what people need to be able to do. You actually have that we can, a person, if you've happened to be uh, a victim of identity theft, there is a PDF called Four Immediate Steps to Take if You're a Victim, Identity Theft Crime Victim Assistance Kit. It's a PDF that you can go on your website and get. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, that's important for you to know. Identity Theft Crime Victim Assistance Kit, and he talks about four immediate steps to take if you're a victim. So that's important for you to know about that. I'll mention that again later on in the program. So, Scott, when you talk about beware of phishing emails, and I appreciate that, we get that. And I do. I, we get them a lot, and they are very, very good. Patrice, when you tell people, when you're counseling people, and you do, again, both of these guys do a lot of speaking. Latrice is on our our system that we use, our people that we use for literacy, and she's one of our literacy people that does a lot of financial literacy speaking. And does if you'd like to get her to speak, just give her a call at the office, 757-5757. But I know, Latrice, when you talk to people, protecting your computer is really big. What do you say to them? Yeah, it's, it's very big. And, and something, and, and I can get in, uh, I can do this sometimes, is I'll step away from my computer and not log off. I think when you step away from your computer, it's important for you to log off because, one, you don't know how long you're going to be away from that computer, and anyone can come up, whether it's uh, home, office, wherever it is, and they can get on your computer. And it's so important to make sure you keep your antivirus uh, software updated. Um, Something else that's that's important for you to do is just logging off your computer, Um, logging off and, and rebooting your computer just to keep it fresh. I know one time that you were talking about this and I heard you speaking talking about just don't let strangers have access to your computer. I mean, it's so easy. Somebody's, I mean, we had somebody in the office, uh, not in our office here in Memphis, but one of our satellite offices that at night, one night he's working, it's late at night, pops up, says, Hey, you got a possible antivirus virus problem. You know, let me fix it for you. You know, it's your, I'm your antivirus person. And he said, okay. And uh, about $2,000 later, he realized because they took over his computer. And, you know, he says, he said, you know, and I remember what he told me. He said, you know, it was 11 o'clock at night. I was working on something. I couldn't sleep. I had to get this done. It popped up. I was busy. I just hit yes and said go because I wanted to keep working. And boy, as soon as I did, it shut it down immediately and said, send me $200 so I can open it back up for you. Well, guess what? You've got to do. And next thing you know, he said he stopped. They they up to me were asking for $2,000, but he stopped after about 400 twice. He said, <laughs> and then, you know what he did? I mean, I have to admit to, he said to me, he said, Jim, I, I knew I was doing it and I kicked myself. He said, I'm smarter than that. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what happens. He, you know, he said, I know better but i still got caught doing it 
And I think something too, Jim, is I, I think these scammers are getting so much more creative that we have to be on our toes. And we're talking about safety and awareness now. We have to be aware and, and really pay attention to our computers and and everything like that, and, and the passwords. And the passwords. When we yeah. come back, we're going to talk about passwords, and then we're going to talk about financial activity. We're going to get all three of you to really zero in on that. That's the program. We have to make sure, you know, it's hard enough to just do what we do. Now we have to walk around and protect ourselves from that guy that's looking over his shoulder. And the sad thing about it is he may not be in the parking lot. He may be in a garage in some foreign country working on my system, and that's what we have to be careful with. You just tuned in. My guest today, Officer David Coleman, Shelby County Sheriff's Department Community Support Division, Latrice McClendon, Shoemaker Financial, and Scott Jordan of Shoemaker Financial. We're talking about cybersecurity, safeguarding your personal and private financial information. I'll be back in just a minute. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. Podcasts for Talk Money are available for iOS mobile devices in the iTunes store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Wow, we've had a phenomenal very interesting program. Don't hesitate to listen to this program again. Just simply go to Shoemaker Financial, go to iTunes, type in Shoemaker Financial, listen to this podcast again. I mean, what a program. It's all about 901 community. It's about safety in our community. It's about cybersecurity. We've got Officer David Coleman, Latrice McClendon, and Scott Jordan, and they are giving us enormous amounts of information. In fact, Latrice, you had said something about password smart. And you know, I hate to say this, when you talk to people, but I know you do this when you talk about financial literacy and you're counseling people. Bottom line is, we're not very good at a password smart, are we? You're, you're exactly right. And as you know, we have to have a password for everything. So <laughs> yeah. we have multiple passwords that we have to remember. I actually have two pages. Yeah. Yes, passwords. me too. Well, they have to be changed so <laughs> yes, frequently, they have to be too. Changed. Yes. You run out of ideas Even my phone yesterday asked me for a new password. <laughs> right, right. And, and I thought, you know what, well, my phone has had the same password for 25 years, but it said, nope, going forward, you got to, and it wouldn't let me give four digits. No, it asked yeah. for eight digits. Oh, is it eight now? Yeah, eight. Oh, wow. Eight to twenty-seven. Wow. Eight to oh twenty-seven. I'm not. I don't know what to talk about. But go ahead. Passwords. Yeah, and, and we we have to remember so many passwords. I I, I received an email, um, and I forgot which account. I think is I, I have an account that I um I look at just to help me stay abreast on just passwords and stuff like that. So. Uh, my password has been figured out, so I need to change my password. Well, it, I can remember the certain password, so now I have to go back and change it. But it's important to have uh, as complex of passwords as you can, just so people can't figure out what your password is. And as often as possible, you need to change that complex password. I heard you say this, and I said use a passphrase. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea, and I love this idea, it says, and, and this is what she said, my dog Butch was born on March the 15th, modified. Here's what it says, M-D, capital B, W, B-O-E, capital M, 15. I mean. I'm locked out of my account. Yeah, I, I am I'm too. Toast. <laughs> I'm toast. <laughs> I mean, you know, but hey, I get it. I understand what they're trying to make it too. as complex as possible, and that's important. 
And I think that's so critical for people to understand. When you talk about monitoring financial security, Scott, you talk about that. Officer Coleman's going to talk about that. What do you say, Scott? Well, I say, you know, the, the same technology that in a lot of ways has made us more vulnerable to uh, attacks from different areas has also made it possible for us to monitor things a little more closely. So, you know, I always advise people, you know, always set up an account online with whatever, whether it's an investment account, a banking account, credit card, always have that online account so that you can monitor it. Monitor Monitor that uh, this you know something that has come about recently the two-factor authorization or two-factor authentication where you'll get a, you know a text sent to you with a code to get into things I think that has probably been extremely helpful in in warding off a lot of the attacks um, but I think just monitoring being aware you know I always tell people the best defense to me is to look at your credit report often, look at your online accounts often, and monitor them for activity because it's better. The quicker you can catch something, it's easier to stop it right there and, and get everything cleared up than if you don't notice it for six months, eight months, and then you're trying to backtrack and get everything cleared up. That can be extremely challenging. Well, that's, that is so critical. Officer Coleman, would, I mean, we talked about that. Is that something that you would say to people? What would you add to that? Uh, of course. Make sure you monitor your uh, accounts online. And if you see something uh, that you don't recognize, contact your banker. Um, let them be aware of it. It might be $1, $2, and we kind of overlook that. Uh, but it might go on for a couple months, and then they might hit you for four or $500. And so uh, we always have to bring our awareness up and just always monitor your account online. So there's, so be, pay attention. So many times we count it, whether you're 40 or 60 or 80, just pay attention to what's going on, and monitoring the account is that part of paying attention, especially when it comes to financial literacy and financial security and your identity theft. You talked about phishing emails, Scott. Be sensitive to that. You talked about protecting your computer, password smart, then monitoring. You know, one of the things that we try to say, the whole idea is awareness, paying attention, and, and it's the whole thought process is stop, think, Connect, and then when in doubt, check it out. No question about it. Officer Coleman, what do you want to say to the 901 community? Um, they, always ask, they always ask this question, how do we stop crime? And we have to understand it's not a president's problem. It's not a governor's problem. It's not a senator's problem. It's not a mayor's problem. It's not a sheriff's problem. We have to change it to it's a, our problem. And when we're able to change that, we're able to rewrite the narrative and curb the crime rate in our community. Change the T-shirts from RIP to rest in peace to LIP to live in peace. Oh, amen. Wow. Like he preached that. Preach that. Good yeah. stuff. I Good mean, stuff. that's yeah. solid stuff. You know, and the reality is, it is, we own it. We own it. We all work together. We all come together, lock arms together, take our community, own our community, and be a part of that. I so much appreciate you being here. Thank you guys, all three of you, for being here today. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Well, you've been listening to The Voice, KWAM 990 at FM 107.9. And I thanks to my guest, Officer Goldman and Latrice McClendon and Scott Jordan. If you would like to schedule a presentation from someone at the Shelby County Sheriff's Officer, Officer Coleman of the Community Support, you can call him at 901-222-5843 or email him at crimeprevention at shelby-sheriff.org. If you'd like to talk with Latrice or Scott personally, call them at 901 901- 
757-5757. We hope you have enjoyed today's program. We always thank you for listening. If you have questions for Talk Money, send in them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. To divide today's program on podcast or past programs, go to iTunes and search for Shoemaker Financial. Be sure to like us on Facebook. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's program. This is Talk Money. Talk Money is produced by Greg Ratliff. Guest and content coordination, Francis Fortner. Production assistant, Eleanor Moskovitz. Compliance officer, Tommy Armstrong. Mid-South History Moment, Rebecca Brazier and Drew Johnson. We'll see you next week on Talk Money. Jim Shoemaker and Scott Jordan are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Security and Financial Services, Inc. Securities dealer, member FNIRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Latrice McClinn is a registered representative. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Neither Shoemaker Financial nor Security and Financial Services are affiliated with Officer David Coleman or the Shelby County Sheriff's Department. Dollar bills, y'all. Come on now.